You know, sometimes we pray to God for help and, and we pray to God for assistance. And then when it's given to us, we reject it. And I'm like, man, are we rejecting a blessing? Or, you know, are we rejecting what we what we pray for? You know, I don't know if y'all heard that story of a guy that he was like, it was like a flood. And then, you know, he was, he was praying to God for help. And then, you know, a, a, a boat came by. He was like, no, no, I'm good, right? And then, you know, uh, some other people came by. And he was like, no, no, I'm good. Then a helicopter came by with the little ladder. He's like, no, no, I'm good. And then, you know, ends up passing. And then, you know, in, in the next part of the story, the storyteller tells us, he's talking to guys like, God, man, I asked for you to come help me. He's like, man, I sent you people. I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. Like, what else did you want me to do? Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like? Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up broken than most, but still being devoted the most. Do you know what it's like? Yeah, that's what the journey's about. Yeah. What's going on, y'all? This is Justin Owens, back at the Run and Play Show, where I help break down the top plays of success from top leaders, entrepreneurs, and personalities by sharing gems from their personal playbook. And listen, this one is from a space of wisdom. Man, I, I saw this article going around, and so I want to share uh, a couple things from it, um, really my thoughts on it, but it's called 50 Life Lessons from an 80-Year-Old Man. Man, this is, this is really going to break it down into two parts, because I want to talk about them, and then some of my thoughts uh, on them. And, you know, it, uh, I read, I went through this and it really moved me because, you know, man, you know, my perspective, you know, when you're younger and when I say younger, I'm talking about like a kid elementary, you kind of look at sometimes older people and sometimes it can be, it can almost be funny, right? Like, like oh man, that person's old. And then, and then as you start realizing and you start going through life and you start seeing people pass away, you start seeing people not make it, you start seeing people go through things, you start realizing that. You know, old age is is a is a badge of honor. You know, because here it is: these people that have navigated life for eighty years, eighty five years, ninety years, they made it. And then you start realizing there's some people that didn't make it. Some of them by poor choices. Some of them by you know wrong place, wrong time. Some of them by you know just not really you know wanting to be around. And, and you start now having a different respect because here's people that that sometimes maybe maybe they've had some of the same battles, but they didn't give up. You know, maybe they've had some of the same challenges, but they found a way to navigate through it. And then some of them made a lot of mistakes. And, uh, man, you can learn a lot from people's mistakes. So this one is called 50 Lessons from an 80-Year-Old Man. So first one I think is really simple, right? It's, it says have a firm handshake. And I think that that's simple, right? Because, you know, I think about me even in business, you know, man, I it's real. You know, you ever get that limp handshake? You know what I'm talking about? Like that that handshake you get somebody where it's like a moist handshake. He's like, bro, please dry your hands, wash your hands, right? I mean, and, it, and it's having that handshake. Um, man, it can make an incredible impression, man or woman. Like I've had some women shake my hand. I'm like, man, that's, that's a great handshake. Who, who taught you to shake, shake hands like that, right? Shake a man's handshake. It's a firm. Now, not overbearing. Some of y'all be trying to, you know, have a contest. It's not that. But anyway, second one is very simple. It's just like shaking hands, right, is is uh, looking people in the eye. Man, I think that is an incredible skill set to be able to have. And, you know, sometimes you got to work on it. You know, it's something I had to work on. And it wasn't because, you know, I wasn't confident. 
A lot of times, and, I, and I'll just say that sometimes, you know, being an African-American male, you hear the stories about, like, looking somebody in their eye, and it's like, oh, you start looking at people, you look away. You look at people, you look away. And, man, I just practice, like, okay. I'm a, first, first part is I'm going to look in the eye is me. And I had to have, you know, some serious conversation. It was, at first it was hard for me to look myself in the eye. And then I started working on it with other people. Some of my friends, they were talking. I'm like, man, I'm locked in. I'm paying attention. And then it started moving into customers and clients. And then it started moving into business. And then I started checking myself, and I started asking myself, man, in the times, and I want you to ask yourself this too, in the times when you couldn't look somebody in the eye, why was that? What was the flaw in you that made you not be able to look in their eye? Were you uncomfortable? Were you, did you have a lack of confidence, right? Uh, uh, maybe, maybe did you do something wrong? I, I don't know. But, man, I, I love that one. This one I do it all the time, right? When I'm especially when I'm feeling good, so I think it's a good thing to do because maybe if you're not feeling good, you still feel good. You do this. It's, called, it's singing in the shower, man. There's nothing. There's nothing like singing in the shower. Like when you're in the shower singing, man, you feel like you are the best in the world, even if you're not. But man, it's a great way uh, to be able to have a great time. This one is good. Own a great stereo system. It said music makes the world turn, it lifts your spirits, motivates you, and contributes to your overall mood and happiness. So. It's nothing worse than playing a good song and have a terrible, terrible system. You know what I'm saying? So, like, get invest in a good one because, man, I've seen some great stereo systems turn a regular little gathering into a power-packed, fun party, right, with the right people. This one is a good one. Now, I'm not suggesting you do this, but I'm not suggesting that you don't listen. If you're in a fight, hit first and hit hard, right? <laughs> it said fights aren't like in the movie. If you find yourself unable to walk away from a fight, make sure you hit first. Hitting first throws the other person off the game. So I'm not saying that you should be hitting people out here. I'm just giving men's lessons. I can't confirm or deny, but that's what he said, right? 80 years. Um, this one is big for me. Keep secrets, right? Keep keeping secrets makes you a trustworthy person. Listen, I tell you, I told y'all this a couple times. There are still some secrets I got some friend from friends in elementary school. I mean, obviously longer than that, but it's ones that I specifically know from elementary school. I mean, there's secrets from people that, you know, I've dated. I'm like, yeah, I said I wasn't going to say nothing, so I'm not. I'm still not going to say that. There are secrets I have with friends that we, maybe we necessarily aren't friends today. But I, I feel like you're a weak person. Like, if, if, if your loyalty to somebody about holding a secret is based on if you're still friends or not, that means you're, you're not really a true friend yourself. Like, if I, I, I judge what I said to you based on where we were when I said it. Something to keep in mind. So, you know, and, and, I, and when I say that, I'm talking about the good secrets, right? Like, you, you know what I'm saying. The, the, the ones that are, you know, necessary to keep, okay? And this one is this one's not only great in life, but, man, it's an incredible leadership lesson. It says, never give up on anybody. Miracles happen every day. If you find yourself in a tough situation with someone you care about, don't give up. You can still mend things. Trust me. Put in effort and have patience. You know, how many times do we give up too soon? You know, especially in business. Man, anything can change with somebody in any day. I mean, it's the leaders that sometimes you don't give up on the most that end up winning in the long term. And, and I think, you know, it's, it's having a person that believes in you that allows you to stay around a little bit longer. So, man, I love that. This one is hard for a lot of people. Always accept an outstretched hand. We all need help in life. 
You know, we can't do everything on our own, even if we think we can. So when somebody offers you help, kindly accept. Don't refuse. And now, I'm not talking about for the takers in life, because hey, y'all y'all don't need no help taking. But what I am talking to is, like, the people that are strong, and sometimes it's hard for you to receive help even when you need it. Like, there's some people that I, sometimes I just have to do stuff for them because if I ask them, they won't accept it. But, man, when you really need help, like, you know, sometimes we pray to God for help, and, and we pray to God for assistance. And then when it's given to us, we reject it. And I'm like, man, are we rejecting a blessing? Or, you know, are we rejecting what we what we prayed for? You know, I don't know if y'all heard that story of a guy that he was like, it was like a flood. And then, you know, he was, he was praying to God for help. And then, you know, a, a, a boat came by. He was like, no, no, I'm good, right? And then, you know, uh, some other people came by. And he was like, no, no, I'm good. Then a helicopter came by with the little ladder. He's like, no, no, I'm good. And then, you know, ends up passing. And then, you know, in, in the next part of the story, the storyteller tells us, he's talking to guys like, God, man, I asked for you to come help me. He's like, man, I sent you people. I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. Like, what else did you want me to do? And because sometimes the thing that we're looking for and how we want the prayer answered may not be the way that God is answering it, right? And, you know, so so always accept an outstretched hand, especially when it's coming from a right person, okay? So that that would be my, my exception to that. And, again, I'm only 36 but that would be my audible to that. Make sure it's a good outstretch hand, right? You don't want to be locked into nothing crazy because there are some crazy people out here. Be brave even if you're not, number nine. Pretend to be. No one can tell the difference. I like that. You know, I think I think that applies, man, in a lot of situations, even in business, because, you know, sometimes, like, you know, we used to have this saying in business, like, nobody knows what your bank account is. And so if you're broke and you act broke, that's the only, that's the only way somebody can tell that you're broke, you know? Uh, you know, be brave, even if you're not. Most people can't tell that you're not. And, uh, you know, life typically favors the brave. So try not to show that because people will take advantage of it. Ten is fun. Whistle. Why? Because why not? So if you don't know how to whistle, uh, learn how to whistle. Just like y'all were telling me how to learn how to swim, learn how to whistle. I think it's a good thing to have. Now, 11, sometimes I got to work on, right? Avoid sarcastic remarks. It says sarcasm is the lowest form of wit. You're not going to make anybody happy by being sarcastic all the time. Now, I do agree with that. You can't be sarcastic all the time. But, man, sometimes sarcasm is needed, right? But but I don't think you should be sarcastic all the time. I think it's something to try to stay away from and find other forms of wit, other forms of comedy. Um, you know, it's, it's a good thing to have. Man, 12, choose your life mate carefully. From this one decision comes 90% of all your happiness and, and or misery. Me inner misery we hear it in the bible we hear this in you know thinking grow rich we obviously hear it here and it's pretty obviously but choose carefully i think sometimes especially maybe if you're lonely you can settle for anybody um and i i would even take this a little further than that i would say not even just your mate but choose your friends carefully you know i i, I wait some time before i call somebody a friend i wait some time before i call somebody a brother and, uh, you know, just understand that the people that you spend time with the most, they're going to dictate your happiness in life. So, so, so choose those mates carefully. Okay. Man, I love this one. I do this one a lot. Um, make it a habit to do nice things for people who will never find out. Um, man, helping others is just a really a great feeling. 
And, you know, one, one of the things that I, I've done, too, is that, like, anytime you don't feel like doing something, right, anytime you don't feel well, man, sometimes giving the other, man, it just makes you feel better, right? It, it's, it's almost sometimes giving is a selfish gesture. Now, it's also for other people, but 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 sometimes it feels so wrong because, like, man, the joy you get out of it is, is so powerful, right? But the, I think the key was doing it in, in a way that people don't know about it. I think that, that's special as well. So sometimes do something small. You know, every day that can have an impact on somebody, you know? You know, sometimes I, I would, like, write, like, little affirmations to people. Hey, man, you're an amazing person. Great smile. Boom. Give it to somebody. It doesn't always have to cost money. Now, this one I can relate to. Lend only the books you never care to see again. Uh, I think that I think that applies to not only books, but probably money, too. <laughs> right? Uh, books are a great source of knowledge, but, you know, just... Try not to lend things that you you, you want to see again. If you don't want to see it, then you can lend it out, right? Uh, and that way you don't want to be chasing people back. That's one of the things I do now. I give people a lot of books. If y'all have seen the shows, typically one of the things in the gift box is a book. Maybe it's something I'm reading now. Maybe it's something I'm having my leaders read. Um, uh, I, think, I think it's not just the book, but a lot of times what I try to do, and I'm not perfect at this, but I try to give the book with the note. I try to give, I try to give a book with some words in it because it's the words that you, you that people read that you say to them that sometimes last the longest. And so don't don't forget don't forget to add in those notes. You know? Even with flowers. So I'm gonna just throw this out to my guys. You you send some flowers to a lady. It's the note that they keep. Right? That's just some free game. So I'm just gonna let y'all know that. I just I mean I, I shouldn't just say ladies in this world we live in, hey whoever you sending flowers to, just write a note. But ladies do like it. I'm just lay that to you right now. All right. Never deprive someone of hope. It might be all they have. This one, I learned this actually in business, that you should never tell somebody they can't do something or that their dreams are impossible because, one, you don't know if it's possible. It just may not be possible for you. But I realized that it wasn't my job to tell somebody that their goal wasn't realistic. Like, who am I? Who am I to say you can't do something? My job is to help encourage somebody and push them towards the goal that they want. And so, man, I love this. Yeah, don't deprive someone of hope. It might be all they have. All right, so I, I, this one, I, I'm split on it. So I'll tell you all my thoughts, right? Number 16, when you're playing games with children, let them win. All right, so I'm not going to lie. When I be playing with kids, I be smoking them. I be cooking them. Why? Because life don't let you win. But sometimes I do let them win, right? I think sometimes you got to have a blend of, hey, you beat me. And that becomes fulfilling. But if you beat them every time, I mean, come on. What kind of person is that? It says, let children win the games you play with them. Allow them happiness. Let them have fun. But make it a close race. And I do do that a lot. Like, I'll make it close. And then I'll make sure that, you know, sometimes they win. But sometimes you got to lose. Sometimes you got to feel the, you know, the pain of losing. I don't know. I mean, he's 80, so what do I know? Um, uh, and this one was interesting. Give people a second chance, but not a third. Everybody makes mistakes. People deserve a second chance. If they screw both chances up, it no longer becomes an accidental mistake. It becomes deliberate. Now, you just got to depend on what kind of mistake this is. You understand? Like, now I, don't, I hear you, man, but there's some mistakes. I ain't giving you no. Listen, if you miss me one time, I'm not going to let you get me a second time, right? Because maybe you don't miss the second time. All right? So that's just, but I understand. Maybe if it's something simple, everybody deserves grace, right? We, we, we pray about it all the time. You know, we're even taught, like, spiritually to forgive people. Because um, we want God to forgive us. So, yeah, I like that. Be romantic. This is especially for, for, for my people that it's really hard for you to be emotionally open. 
Um, if it's somebody in your life that you care about, let show them. Be romantic for the ones you love. They'll appreciate it. I can appreciate this. You know, I, I know I was I was dating uh, someone, um, and I was talking to one of my friends about them. And my friend was like, well, have you ever told her that? I was like, no, I never told her that. She was like, you should tell her. And it, and it, and it kind of dawned on me. I was like, man, sometimes you have these thoughts and these feelings for people, and you can even brag to other people about it. But when was the last time you said those words to somebody that you care about? Like, how you talk about them to other people? When was the last time that you talked to them about the things that you say about them to other people? I hope that makes sense, right? So, so be romantic, man. People like to hear those words, especially the ones that build them up. Now, this one I try to do all the time, right? Be the most positive and enthusiastic person that you know. Uh, being positive, man, it not only adds to your own happiness, but the people that are around you. I think that's something that's really, really good. Um, and, man, people like to be around somebody that's energetic, optimistic, always looking at things from a different lens. I mean, that's probably most of the calls that I get is somebody trying to reframe something in their life, trying to look at something in their life a little bit differently than the way they were doing it. Why? Because I am enthusiastic. Why? Because I am optimistic. And here's the thing. As much as I've tried, I, I, I can't say that I've been positive 24 hours in a day, but I try my best. I try my best to say, you know, when, when a negative thought comes in, to be able to, be able to, be able to take it out with something positive and, and, and control my mind and think what I want it to think. And so, yeah, man, I think, I think you should definitely do that. All right, that's number 19. Number 20, loosen up, relax. Except for the rare life and death matters. Nothing is important as first as it seems. I, I do this one all the time, right? I, I, I've learned, I have a philosophy that's like you learn to laugh early. You know, some of, the, some of the worst situations in life that we've all faced, at one time we thought they were the worst things. But, you know, like sometimes like the brokest moments in my life, I look back on them. And at the moment it wasn't funny. But, man, it's so much funny, like so much funnier later. Like I remember one time me and my brother was paying for gas at, a, at the gas station with pennies. And we were arguing about who was going to pay for it, right? We had like $3 in pennies. And it was like, I was like, listen, I drove. You got to pay for the pennies. He put his foot down. He said, I'm not going in there. So we're going to sit here all day. I said, man, I got to go in here and pay with these 300 pennies. And, man, that day wasn't funny. But, man, you look back on life and, and you know, it's those moments that are funny. So so learn to, learn to laugh. Learn to loosen up. Um, except for the rare life and death matters, you know, but everything else, you know, loosen up. You know, don't worry so much. Most of the things we worry about, they don't happen, and if they do happen, they're not as bad as we think they are, right? Now, I can work on this one. I'll be transparent about that, right? Don't allow the phone to interrupt important moments. It's there for our convenience, not the callers. A lot of times, we let our phones interrupt big moments, and I've done it. Like, I, And I'm doing, I've been doing a better job of doing it because I realize there's certain conversations. Like, y'all ever been in a deep conversation with somebody? And you can tell they're about to open up about something, and the call comes in, you look down, like, ah, I gotta take this. And you take the call. Hey man, I'm just I'm in the middle of something real quick. I'm gonna call you right back. Then you come back to the conversation and the person's like, ah, never mind. No, no, come on, Joe. Nah, never mind. Because sometimes, man, you never know how much it takes for a person to build up the courage to even get into it, to even open up about it. And it's not just conversations, man. Sometimes it's moments that you you you, you miss. And that's one of the things I've been trying to do lately is, like, don't miss the big moments, you know, because you, you don't realize, you know, how many more times. I, I was listening to this um, this audio by Jim Rohn. You know, like, my daughter is uh, 12 now, right? And, you know, you think you got all this time. You're like, oh, man, she doesn't turn 18 to, to, to six more years. And and he said, when you look at stuff like that, don't, don't say you got six more years. Say you got six more summers. 
You know, I, I got six more winter breaks with my daughter before she turns 18. Right? We got, we got six more spring breaks, you know, before she turns 18. How, how do we make those six more memorable? So when you start thinking about things in those terms, it makes you start looking at things a lot differently. And so just like those moments, you know, phone calls, they can wait, you know. I mean, most of the calls, they're not life and death. You know, so many, so many, so many times in business I've missed a phone call. And then when I call somebody back, they're like, oh, no, I, I got it figured out. I, I, don't worry about it. I'm good. And what if you missed a moment for something that somebody could figure out for themselves? Just a thought. Number 22. I can't stand people like this. Be a good loser. Like, people that, listen, it's the people that talk the most trash that sometimes are the worst losers. I'm like, listen, bro, if you're going to talk all this trash when you win it, please be able to take it when you lose. You got to be humble in defeat, man. Congratulate the winners. Um, we, we just, we, we went to state in a cornhole and we lost at state. So we won, you know, our area. We went to state, played all the, that's a pickleball cornhole, cornhole championship. So we won it here locally. Shout out to, you know what I'm saying, team run to play. Went to state, got beat. Won first round, lost second round um, before we got to the finals. And we had to be humble. You're mad. You're like, man, what, what, what could we have done better? How could we have, how could we have improved? But man, if you're going to be a good winner, you got to be a good loser. And that's number three, ironically. Be a good winner. You got to be humble in victory too, right? And, and you got to, you know, Floyd Mayweather does this great. You know, he always said, man, they, they were a great competitor. Tom Brady does it. I mean, you see a lot of the winners. Michael Jordan did it extremely well. Kobe Bryant, you know, did extremely well. You know, LeBron, he, he's... He do it sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes he does it, and sometimes he throw a little shot at people. So, I, I, we're 50-50, right? But be a good winner, right? Be humble. And, and you congratulate the losers on the, their great efforts, right? Number 24, think twice before burning in a friend with a secret. Secrets are dangerous. When you tell a friend a secret, you put them in an uncomfortable situation. Are they really better off knowing a, a secret than not knowing it? Something for you to think about, right? And it goes back to the other point. It's like, man, is the person you're telling a secret to? Because here's the thing. When you tell somebody a secret, you can't take it back. So be careful. Make sure it's the people you want to tell the secrets. And the last one, I like this one. And I've never thought about it like this. When someone hugs you, let them be the first to let go. That's, that's a simple one. That is a simple one. But I do like it. Like, you know, you be hugging people, and they hold on you just a little bit longer. You be like, man, that was, that was real nice. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's, that's a good way. Uh, that's something simple, man. So listen, 50 tips from an 80-year-old man with my thoughts in the midst of it. I thought this was really fun, man. I really enjoyed it. Can't wait for part two. Because, uh, man, this is really something really powerful, man. So we just gave y'all some 25 plays from the 80-year-old plus a little sprinkle of a 36-year-old in the mix. Uh, y'all let me know how y'all like this episode. We'll see y'all on the next one. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official Run to Play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's run to play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. Play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just want it all. Do you know?